Welcome to Post Social. I'm Meg, your friendly neighborhood media maven, and I am ready to talk all things social to assist you in building an engaging and genuine following. Hello and welcome to episode three of Post Social. I am so happy you are here. Welcome back or welcome for the first time. Today's podcast is going to be about followers, who they are, how to find them, and what to do once they are part of your tribe. A follower is defined as an adherent or devotee of a particular person, cause, or activity. And that is definitely what we are looking for on social media. I know that when you increase your followers, it brings you a sense of joy. It brings you a sense of accomplishment. And it's something that you really strive to grow as your brand continues to grow. It's just a simple fact. The more people you reach, the more people see your content and the more opportunity you have for conversion. Followers, for many, equal clients. And if you think about conversion rates on things such as ads or different ways of reaching and engaging people, the more followers you have would in theory convert to more clients. You want those followers to be of a genuine nature. Have you ever gotten onto a page, a Twitter account, an Instagram following that was not of an influential person and seen just absolutely thousands upon thousands of followers? Did it give you pause? Most times these days, people, especially the millennial generation, is understanding of the fact that when you have followers, depending on the number is not as important or the number is not as important as the actual engagement that you are getting. If I see an account on Instagram and it's got 13,000 followers on it and they're only posting photos of their feet, that's either something odd or it's purchased. There are several sites and several means of growing followers that seem a little shady to me. And this is just part of my opinion because this is the way I run my business. I try to provide a genuine following for my clients. I want to grow their tribe by people who are actually going to engage with their content and take value from what they have posted. This means that I'm not going to have them purchasing followers. I'm not going to have them uh, running ads for people who are not going to be their ideal client. I don't want 1,800 Joe Schmoes hanging out on my page who aren't going to interact on what I'm actually posting for clients or what my clients are actually posting for their followers. So if you get onto an account, and you can actually usually see this, um, we call them bots in my part of the industry, where it's an account or a person, or it seems to be a legitimate something. Let's take Twitter. It seems to be a legitimate account on Twitter, but once you click on their profile, their first cover page says, follow me. That's a distinct indication that they are not a real person. Also, if all of their tweets are legitimate retweets, they're just retweeting a whole bunch of stuff that really doesn't come from anywhere uh, newsworthy. It's more of that fake news that we've been hearing about. If it doesn't come from somewhere that's newsworthy, if it doesn't seem to have any comments with it, and if they have like 3,000 tweets, they've been on for a month and a half, and they have 10 followers, you can pretty much bet they are not an ideal follower of yours. There's a great way to get rid of these people, and it's just by simply blocking them when they show up. Now, I don't recommend blocking people just to block them. I recommend blocking suspected bots or bots or Uh, accounts that are actually harmful to you or your brand in a way that they're going to interact with your content in a way that's not uh, upstanding. 
go into Twitter, you click on their profile, the little uh, settings button, and you can actually hit mute or block. I tend to block because then Twitter goes through and can notice how many people have blocked them and remove those accounts. It also tends to slow down the rate at which you receive bot followers. Um, if you are somebody who is looking to create that genuine following, you're really going to want to do this because you want people to be inter- engaging and interested in what you're posting. You want them to like and retweet it. And I'm telling you that bot is not going to like and like and retweet your stuff. It is only set up to like and retweet from whomever created it in the beginning. It's not a real person. Um, you can also tell on Instagram, it says things like followers for free as their name. It's got a whole bunch of zeros in the name instead of O's. They're really just finding more and more ways to go about creating users that are fake. Then we get away from those fake users. I can purchase a whole bunch of users if I want to. I can go on, I can pay a fee, and I can get 100 subscribers. I can get 1,000 likes. I can get um, 10,000 followers for a certain amount of money. You can pay for just about anything, but I ask you this. Is paying for something that's not going to give you a return worth it at all? I say no. I don't think it's worth it because I know that if I'm trying to grow a brand and if I'm trying to grow a business, I need people who are going to be interested in what I'm saying and want to have a conversation. Simple as that. If they want to have a conversation, I'm here to converse. If they want to follow because I'm providing content that's of value, I'm here to help them with that. If they are a fake person or a bot that is not going to be part of my tribe, get out of here. And I do. I have to tell you, I am very consistent on my platforms with getting rid of those bot followers. As soon as I get those double comments on Instagram that say, want more followers? And the next one says, check my page. I'll definitely go check their page and click spam. It disappears from what I can see and hopefully it gets rid of them and it kicks over to Instagram and says that this is not a real person and not somebody that we're trying to build with our community. With those bot followers aside, some people actually get paid to follow. I know this is hard to understand or hard to believe. People get paid to follow different accounts. So some of those, if you're paying quote unquote for followers, some of those are actually real people, but I can promise you unless they really turn to liking your content because they actually look at it, they are not going to engage with your brand. That's not worth it either. Maybe one in 2,000, I'm just throwing a number out there, is actually going to engage with your content and be part of your tribe. Is it worth 100, 200, 300, $1,000 to get followers that aren't going to engage? I simply say no. So instead of purchasing your followers, instead of allowing all the bot followers to stay on your platforms in order to increase your numbers, I say completely get rid of them. Make sure you are consistently cleaning and uh, vetting all of your platforms. Like I said, you don't want people who are going to be in there not participating in what you're posting. Also, just because someone is real but does not participate in the beginning doesn't mean they're not watching. Depending on how the algorithms are for different platforms, your content might not be served to their story, to their uh, front page, or to... Uh, their feed. It might just not get there. So if you are posting consistently, you will then find a way to make it onto their feed. It's almost like earning a spot, right? On a team. 
you want to provide consistent and valuable content in order to continuously show up on people's feeds. If they are liking your content now and then, if they have chosen to actually not only like your page, but follow it and set you as a priority, then your content will continuously show up. Be that person. Grow your following by providing the content. It's all part of the same circle. It's all part of the same process. In order to have genuine followers, you need to provide valuable content, and then you need to continuously provide a level of trust. You want them to trust that everything that you put out there is going to be of a caliber that they appreciate or they need. As part of the ebb and flow of social media, you will have followers who do come in and leave and come back. Sometimes they need your content and sometimes they don't. So you might see that they've un- they followed you, then they've unfollowed you, then they followed you again. It just might be that sometimes people are cleaning and they go through their social media. And I don't know about you, but I have gone through and left several, you know, tens of groups, 20 groups, uh, trying to just kind of clean up my feet to see that what I want to see. It just depends if they're putting out things that I don't find to be necessary or relevant to what I need to see at that point, I might unfollow them. Just, I like to make sure that my feed is clean. Uh, But if I have found something usually that I enjoy and that I think is relevant to me at some point, I will continue to follow. And I will just, if I need to, you know, scroll past it for now and then, because eventually hopefully their content will come back around. And if not, I will go ahead and say goodbye. Um, You really want those followers and those new people to see your content and know that it is genuine and know that it is helpful. So in order to grow your followers, I'm going to tell you what not to do first. Have you heard of the follow unfollow method? This is one of the worst things that I think. It is a personal social media pet peeve of mine. The concept is that say you are on Instagram or Twitter. You go through and you follow 15 to 20 different accounts. When they follow you back, because sometimes people follow back just because you followed them, which is kind of a nice gesture, but they haven't really looked at your content. Once you follow them or they follow you back, they then are following your content and you leave them. So untrustworthy. In my opinion, it's very untrustworthy. If I go to follow somebody, I'm giving my like and my follow to their content to say, hey, you're doing a great job. If I then immediately leave just because they followed me back, that seems very untrustworthy, very dishonest in my opinion. And I'm not trying to build a dishonest brand. Everything I do online is going to either make or break my brand. So I need to make sure that everything that's being put out is of a caliber that I appreciate and that I am proud of. It's not going to be 100% perfect. If you have listened to these podcasts before, you know there are blips here and there, and we are consistently working to get better and to do more and to learn more in order to reach who we want to reach. But that doesn't mean I stop putting content out. If I'm giving my like, my eye time, my brain space to another user, to another account, I want to make sure that that's something that I'm really invested in looking at or that I like it. I might be following a picture or an account that loves dogs. I personally am a very big dog fan. We have one of our own. I'm going to follow a dog account because I like what they show. I like the things that they're they're sharing. Maybe they share tips. Maybe they share toys. Maybe they share products. That's fantastic. I'm going to follow them. Do I expect them to follow me back? No. I'm giving my follow, my likes to somebody who I believe deserves my eye space and my brain space. 
You want to be the person that somebody wants to follow and wants to give their brain space to, that they don't mind seeing your content fly by on their feed just because it's there. As soon as you become that eye-rolling reaction, so somebody is scrolling through their feed, they see your content, they roll their eyes, they fly by, you are then no longer part of their tribe. Growing your followers is going to take time. It's going to take effort and it's going to take work. It's not going to happen overnight, especially if you want those people who are going to continuously come back and be a part of your group and be a part of what you are sharing. That is going to take a little time. Sometimes you will notice that you get to say you get your first 20 followers on Instagram. It took a little while and then all of a sudden you got to 30, 40, and 50. And then it slowed down a little bit and then you kind of got to like 75, 80, it's taking a little bit more time. You hit 100, you're already at 120. It tends to go in cycles, in uh, almost a little bit of a rotation. So um, you'll get a whole bunch of followers at once and then it'll kind of slow down a little bit, even though you might be posting the same amount. It'll slow down a little bit and it'll pick back up. That doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It just might mean that you need to kind of spice up your content a little bit switch something out, add something new, introduce something you've been waiting to introduce, continue to engage and pique the interest of the people that are on your page. I use the word engage a lot because it is so very important in this industry. Engagement is everything. I can show you how many impressions we have. I can show you uh, how many people your content has been served to, but the stuff I like to see are the green arrows going up that say that you have had people on your page liking your content and interacting with that which you have put out. So your following is going to continue to grow in different types of leaps and bounds. You'll have sometimes a fast growth, you'll have sometimes of a little bit of an ebb. You will co- go back and forth throughout your platform's life, the the lifespan of your platform, however long you've been doing this, you'll continue to grow. You'll get to 500 Instagram followers and all of a sudden it'll take off a little bit. You'll get to a thousand people on Twitter and then it'll take off a bit. On YouTube, how many of the people that you subscribe to did you find because somebody else shared that with you? Somebody might have put it on a different platform. Somebody sent you the video. Those people are gaining followers at a quick rate because their content is being shared. And then at some point they might ebb a little bit and it's not going to be as fast and they're going to put more content out and they're going to do something else that might be um, surprising or exciting and then their followers will continue, their subscribers will continue to grow faster again. Again, everyone does this as part of the industry. You don't need to think that you are failing or that you are not doing something right just because you're in a little bit of a valley. Uh, along your journey in social media and the follower growth. You just need to continue to put out quality, consistent content. As If you stop, if you have had a lull in followers, they haven't been coming around as much, um, you've got a little bit of a lull, don't stop posting. Don't stop creating content. Don't stop working towards whatever it is that your goal uh, wants to be because you need to continuously post and engage. Go like a couple new pages, find something that you want to follow and engage with some others and see if that helps you to bring about new followers, helps you to bring about new people who are interested in your content. You don't want to always be putting content out and not extending your likes and your followers to platforms that you find are important and accounts that you find to be valuable to you and your brand. This can actually bring about collaborations. You can make new friends. I have several friends that I have made because of social media. 
percent we have not met in person but we talk daily we interact on each other's platforms be it youtube um twitter instagram and i have a smile on my face when i see them pop up on my phone or my computer because they have interacted with my content and i will tell you that also reminds me that hey i need to go check out what they're doing i want to see what's going on those are the relationships you want to build with your followers Make those relationships, make those friendships, and help your tribe and their tribe grow in order to increase your followers and increase your reach. All very important things as part of growing followers. So a couple steps to help you when you want to grow your followers. I am going to give you five ways that will help you to grow your followers in a genuine way that helps you to reach your social media goals. So number one, we will say is provide valuable content creation. This is important because you want to make sure that they are interested in what you are posting and that they want to follow you and that they're going to come back to see what else that you have in mind. Don't put everything out at once. You want to make sure that you're staggered as far as what you're you're sharing. They're not always sharing the same thing. You want to share a variety of content to engage a variety of followers. As a teacher, I knew that not every student learned the same. Some are kinesthetic learners, some are visual learners, some are auditory learners. The same thing goes for your social media. Not everyone is going to be enticed by the same type of content. You need to make sure that you have a variety of content to share. It might be video, it might be photo, it might be podcasts, um, it might be links from other people. There's a variety of things that you can share to continuously engage those who have already chosen to follow you. And when they like or share, hopefully someone else will find that useful as well and join your following. Number two, you want to engage with your followers and new users. So not only do you want to be a part of engaging with your community on your platforms, you also need to go out, leave your bubble a little bit, Go to different platforms, go to different users, and follow along to see if there's somebody else that you would like to know and learn from. You would like to be a part of their tribe and follow along what they're doing because as much of an expert as you are, I'm sure there are things that you find that you struggle with. Someone else is an expert in that area. Join them, follow them, try to be part of their tribe, and see what you can learn and what you might be able to do together. You also want to engage with your current followers on your platforms by thanking them, acknowledging acknowledging them, sharing with them, uh, celebrating with them, or celebrating um, things that you are doing that they are also excited about. The third thing that you would like to do or should do to grow your followers is to remove those spam and bot followers. Click the unfollow button on them or block them from your platforms. Make sure that they are not there to uh, ruin or clutter up what you're doing on your platform. You want it to be a clean space. You're not going to be able to get all of them. Some people's stuff gets hacked. Make sure you check that before you start unfollowing people that you know, but make sure that you are kind of keeping your platforms clean if you can. If it's possible for you to go in and get rid of those on Twitter and Instagram, go ahead and do it because it's only going to be better for you and your following, your current followers. The fourth thing, I already mentioned it a little bit in the second one, but that's to thank your current followers. If you're part of your tribe and you are working with somebody and in your industry, it is okay for you to um, engage with them or tag them or um, call them out in a good way as to something that they've been doing. Make sure you do that because someone else is going to want to be highlighted by you. If they see you as an expert, they're going to want to be highlighted by you. They're going to want to engage with your following and with your content so that they know you see them. There's nothing better than having somebody notice you that you didn't think knew you existed. Take Gary Vee, for example. I am a very big fan of Gary Vee. Love him to pieces as far as the things that he says. He's a little bit um, outgoing, out 
outlandish for my taste as far as the things that I say, but I do tend to agree with many of the things he says. If he were to call me out on one of his vlogs or retweet something that I had tweeted, I would be beyond stoked. Another one of my favorite, favorite people to follow is Amy Schmittauer. She has written a book on Vlog Like a Boss. I'm going to actually dedicate an entire podcast to her and the things that you can learn from her. Uh, but she is one of those who is very, very good. She's a prime example of appropriately engaging with your followers. She does that as, you know, as a living. Her social media is her life. She is a speaker. Um, she's a best-selling book author. She's got a lot going for her as well as, you know, taking the reins of her own life and, and building her business and her brand. And I will tell you, I have had a couple conversations with her. Um, when her content comes across my feed, I stop. I stop. I watch. I engage. If you follow me on Twitter, you will know that I, I tweet and retweet many of the things that she posts because they're so good. Um, I also interact with her on a variety of platforms. That's the following you want to create. And she's the one who's actually coming out and saying, you know, she will retweet something that I said. She'll say, thanks, Meg. She does a really good job of reaching out to thank and acknowledge those who have helped her to spread the word of her content. And that's what you want to be doing with your followers and your clients if it's appropriate for your industry. If you have something like a HIPAA law, if you're a doctor, you probably can't call somebody out and say, hey, great surgery today. Hope you're feeling better. That doesn't work out very well. But for other social media purposes, it is appropriate. The last thing I will add very quickly about growing your following is add your social media handles to your content so it's easy to find. If you write a blog, you'll see, or if you read a blog, you will see that there are tweet, share, Facebook, Google+. You'll see a variety of handles at the top of the post. Once you get down to the bottom of the post, those same handles are usually there where you can share or follow that person's blog. That's because most people will not scroll all the way back up to the top to follow unless they find that it is very, very compelling content. You want to make it very easy for people to follow and find you. In every single podcast, if you read the description, my social media handles are in the description. On my pages, my social media handles are in the description. On my social media pages, on Facebook, you can find my Twitter, my Instagram um, handles. Same goes for Instagram, same goes for Twitter. They're all there so that no matter what, no one can say, I didn't know where to find you. You want to make it very accessible for people to find and follow you. Make it easy and it'll be easy for them to follow. That is a big, big part. There's nothing worse than going to someone's page, trying to follow them and not being able to find their Twitter handle or not being able to find their Instagram. Don't make it difficult for people. Put yourself out there. Put your stuff out there. Let it sit. They will follow you if they want to. Eventually in your content, you will add a call to action, which again is something else we'll talk about. Otherwise, this podcast would be 16 days long. Add your social media handles. Your call to action will come at another point, but make sure your social media handles are visible and accessible for people to follow you. They will choose to follow you if they find that your content is of value to them. Create valuable content, engage with your followers, create new followers, start to cycle over again. It's all part of the same system. And when you're doing it consistently with value, they're going to want to follow you. That is what I have for you today regarding your followers, getting rid of those nasty bots, and uh, making sure that your engagement continues to rise uh, as you build your brand and as you continue to build your business and your presence on social media. Your digital footprint is important and we want to make sure that it is the best that it can be. I thank you so much for listening and I cannot wait to talk to you next week.
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Post Social. It means the world to me that you have taken your time to listen and engage and learn something from what I have shared today. If you have other questions, please follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Mockup Media, M-O-K-U-P-M-E-D-I-A. If you have questions, it is always me all the time. I am the one who is answering you. So please tweet, send, email me your questions. I am happy to help. If you'd like to know more about what it is that I do, please visit www.mockupmedia.com. That's www.mokupmedia.com and I will catch you next time.